Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so thankful you're here with us. Glad to be your host. We're going to be looking at the Samaritan Pentateuch, the second part of it. So here we are. It says, when the Samaritan Pentateuch and the Masoretic text are compared, there appears to be approximately 6,000 differences which are considered to be a result of sectarian differences between the Samaritans and the Jews. So we're getting this information from the popular handbook of archaeology in the Bible by Holden and Geisler. I greatly recommend everybody to get it. I use it as a textbook at IBC. So again, thank you so much for being here with us. So the Samaritan Pentateuch, written in Paleo-Hebrew, pretty fascinating. So... Still others regard the Samaritan Pentateuch as a sectarian revision of the Masoretic text itself. Because of these opinions, many scholars failed to give the text much attention upon its discovery in A.D. 1616, considering it useless in the realm of Old Testament textual criticism. Now that has greatly changed. However, upon further examination, it was found that the Samaritan Pentateuch represented a textual tradition that preceded that of the Masoretic text, offering insight into textual history. Now, what that means is not the Masoretic text as going back to Moses, but the Masoretic text of the Masoretes starting about the 6th century A.D. in Tiberius. So the discovery of the texts that are now considered pre-Samaritan texts among the Dead Sea Scrolls has offered us much insight in the formation of the Samaritan Pentateuch, even though these pre-Samaritan texts are not Samaritan documents. The best preserved pre-Samaritan text contains large portions of Exodus 6 and 37. The pre-Samaritan texts are identified by the main characteristic feature of the harmonization within the Pentateuch, which is discussed in just a little bit. And... Uh, in this particular book. Though both the pre-Samaritan text and the Samaritan Pentateuch have much in common, there are many instances where the Samaritan ideological changes uh, were inserted into the Torah. Though little can be said regarding the relationship between the various pre-Samaritan texts, the overall agreement and important features seem to indicate a single common text from which subsequent varying manuscripts emerged. The pre-Samaritan texts give valuable insights into the development of the Samaritan Pentateuch, insight that was not available to scholars prior to the discovery. So it's saying, okay, you had a Masoretic text that, you know, common modern scholarship says started about 6th century A.D. Samaritan Pentateuch started before that, and then even before that, you seem to be able to say, well, there was even a common text before that. I would say the Masoretic text represents that common text. The Samaritan Pentateuch also contains many linguistic corrections throughout its text. Many of these corrections seem to be a result of attempts to smooth out the readings to make the text more grammatically sound. Differences in content can also be found between the Samaritan Pentateuch and the Masoretic text. Now, these are minor changes that involve interchanging a single consonants and different words. Though many of these differences can be shown to be a result of the Samaritan stratum, it appears upon further inspection and comparison 
with pre-Samaritan texts that most of these differences are ancient to be attributed to scribal errors that came into either the Masoretic text or the Samaritan Pentateuch. So you have to remember, I mean, the Bible in the Old Testament was in the side of the Ark of the Covenant, and then, according to Josephus and others, there in the temple complex, they had two or three different editions chained, and people could go and compare the different uh, texts. And then, if there was a thus saith the Lord, that's the reason the punishment for his false prophecy was death, you're adding to the word of God or subtracting, you would go and write in it. And so, um, the Samaritan Pentateuch has ideological elements interwoven throughout its text as well. However, these are only minor additions to the Torah. A few passages and wordings were altered in order to support Samaritan traditions, but the main ideological change made in the Samaritan Pentateuch concerns the Samaritans' central place of worship, and that's John 4. An example of these alterations can be found in Genesis 22 and 2. In the Samaritan Pentateuch, Abraham goes to build an altar for the sacrifice of his son Isaac on Mount Moray instead of the mountains of Moriah near Shechem, which is the chief place of worship for the Samaritans. And uh, another example is found in Deuteronomy 12.5. In this passage, Scripture, Moses tells the nation of Israel that they are to seek the place the Lord your God will choose, alluding to Jerusalem in the Masoretic text. Since the Samaritan view, the place of worship has already been chosen by Yahweh, the Samaritan Pentateuch changes the same passage from the future tense to past tense. Moses telling Israel to worship at the place where Yahweh has chosen, alluding to Mount Gerizim. So you see how... I mean, just changes and tenses and things change the entire meaning of Scripture. So a couple more things about the Samaritan Pentateuch, a couple more paragraphs here. Though many of the deviations from the Masoretic text mentioned here are due to sectarian differences, most of the differences found in the Samaritan Pentateuch are neutral. That is to say, many of the differences were not for the purpose of altering the meaning of the text. Rather, most were a result of attempts to popularize the text. Mere fact that the Samaritan Pentateuch followed the Septuagint, many of the Dead Sea Scrolls so closely, attests to the claim that many of the differences with the Masoretic text were not a result of sectarian differences. Scholars believe it more likely that these textual variations are a result of one of a different textual base that was widely used in the ancient Near East until well after the time of Christ. And that even could go into the Ben Asher, Ben Naphtali traditions of the Masoretic text. So it's no wonder that Samaritan Pentateuch is considered a valuable text or its contribution to the field of Old Testament textual criticism. And I will say that, boy, it varies widely when you study textual criticism, whether it's good, bad, medium. You know, some give it no credence, some give it a lot of credence. It offers a glimpse into a separate tradition of scribal transmission from an early period, despite its alterations, the Samaritan Pentateuch is another witness to the reliability of the Masoretic text. Now, that's the key point right there. The majority of the Samaritan text follows the Masoretic tradition closely, with only relatively minor differences that are easily identified. The Samaritan Pentateuch also does much to illustrate the complexity that was present in Old Testament textual tradition that existed before the authoritative textual standard of the Masoretic text was established. 
It's in this way that the Samaritan Pentateuch can stand as supporting witness to the Old Testament text. Now, we're going to get into the Dead Sea Scrolls in a little bit, but the Dead Sea Scrolls really have an eclectic text about them, and there could have been up to six different groups putting manuscripts there. So that's just a lot <laughs> right there. Hey, we want to say thank you so much for being with us today. Join us daily. Subscribe, share, share with your friends. Leave us a five-star review. That really helps. You may want to make a notebook or a journal, things you learn every day. And I just want to say God bless you. Be greatly blessed. And we will talk with you later in Jesus' name.